0: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I
2: say. All right. who You were rolling with Where? Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Happy who Monday that? to you. It certainly Go. should come in here Where? in a festive mood after what we saw, particularly yesterday. Hoop City double. Get both wins. Tigers first, had to come back to do it. And then Grizzlies knock off Phoenix. Two straight wins on this three-game road trip that we said, I mean, we went into this thing, let's be honest around here, not feeling very good, particularly coming off of that loss to Toronto. And yet here the Grizzlies are, having knocked off both the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. Tigers get the win yesterday. Speaking of Tigers, there's breaking news on that front involving one Mikey Williams. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the win over SMU. Tigers keep falling, feels like, metrically. Ken Palm and the net, but we'll see around noon. If they rise in the AP rankings, of course, that news will be out here shortly. NFL playoffs are set. And then we've got national championship football tonight, college football tonight, obviously Washington and Michigan. Know which side my man
3: on? The right one.
2: Last name. Cat Williams. Was I dreaming? Was I in the twilight zone? Or was he in the Lori Walton practice facility over there at Memphis Running a forty.
3: That's that's what it appeared. Did that Happen? That's how it appeared. Yes, it definitely felt like a fever Fear. dream. Uh, but yes, uh, there that there was an Instagram post or at least a Twitter post or something of of someone who looked to be Cat Williams uh, running shirtless, purportedly Cat a, Williams, a forty yard dash that was. Four, we can't get away from four, the Cat four, seven. Williams, so, Remember,
2: he had told Shannon he could run like a 4 2.
3: Yeah, he did say, but still, I mean, there, I mean, there's no way that's. There's no way it was 4 4, right? I mean, but he's 40 something, right? Or is dude, he. I think he might be in his
2: 50s. I mean, just to go 4 4 at that age, that, whatever age NFL he speed. is, is impressive.
3: That's NFL so speed. So he was
2: child genius, Mensa man. He's
3: 52. There's he's no, also super fat. 4 4 at 52, if there, that was. There's no way. There's no way that was real. I mean, it. it, it uh, I don't think it's possible for a 52-year-old I need a man to run that. a 4-4. I need a
2: report on what happened there with Cat Weaver.
3: I mean, that had to be doctored. You don't actually think he I ran s- a 4-4, do you? I mean, there are no tight ends that didn't, that can't run 4-4. I don't believe it. No, not at that age. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's 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 just... Uh, now, apparently he lives in South Haven. Everybody's telling me he lives in South Haven. Really? Yeah. He does wear Grizzlies hats and stuff. I've noticed that. When he's doing his main residence? I don't know. Of, I, I don't know if it's his main residence. It's just a residence, you know.
2: Fascinating, and just
3: added to a wild weekend. What a strange place to decide to settle. I mean, it's random. Oh, I'm going to settle in South we Haven. We booed a, him down there. One we booed show. him. We booed him. Yeah. He's been booed. Like well, walked
2: off the stage. He's been booed, man. So yes, but he came back. He came and back. Now he's Living here, and now he's running forties at Lori Walton. Just a crazy weekend, like it, I
3: said. it's a, it's a big day here on the show. We have. Memphis basketball to get to, obviously, what a win for them last night. It looked bleak uh, in the first half, down 12 at home on ESPN. Um, was it 24 points to half? I mean, it was just uh, it was just as bad as they have looked all year long. I guess down 15 at one point, I believe. Villanova might have been worse, but, I mean, that's what you're talking about. <clears throat> and at home, no less. So I would say th- that was worse. That was a worse half, all things considered. But Memphis storms back in the second half, and they find a way. JQ. To get the do- job done. How about that, bro? Same spot, basically. The same exact spot, and the same, almost the same exact time left in the game. Hmm. I mean, that is insane. Has that ever happened before?
2: Not nothing like that. In that the I same
3: spot, right. two straight With games, about
2: the same time left.
3: I mean, that's got to be a first in college basketball, man. So some real serendipity there.
2: He's a he's a he's cool as a cucumber there, even when it's going crazy, isn't he? Well, look, I mean, that's... At least the, when it comes to hitting the game-winning shot.
3: Yeah, that's the question you're asked. Like, who's he going to be, you know? And maybe it's JQ. Maybe that's going to be the guy for them um, in these moments. I he was a
2: gamer I, he got I, here.
3: I certainly uh, don't really think there, there's a case for anybody else right now. Um, so, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll talk about that here on the show. Jason Fitz going to join us at 125, get into the national championship with him. We got Memphis basketball. We got Cat Williams. We got... Uh, Grizzlies basketball. Grizzlies. Hey,
2: uh, well, John ja Morant. What, what's going to happen with that? He didn't play last night. The shoulder in a sling. Who
3: knows? Did not matter. Did not Ma- matter. No, it
2: didn't. And that felt good. But now you turn to okay, is he going to be able right. to play versus Dallas? So, yeah, we yep. got Taylor Jenkins saying we got to reassess. You know where he's at. Yep. It's, that's that part wasn't good, but the the wins certainly were, and the they, way they shot. Marcus Smart jaron jackson what a Jr. weekend only four and a half Vince back leaves. now of the 10 spot yeah that's it you i mean you, I mean, you, you it's a, a completely different feeling than where we were friday going out of here that's exactly right as they entered that road that trip. is exactly completely right completely
3: different so we will get into all of that uh also uh the the bass pro shops man man what happened oh when,
2: you gotta save it because we have too much to get to but
3: well you did give a white a, man jump in the tank well i don't see color but I, it, it appears that he was of the caucasian persuasion yes Okay. I don't know why that's... That's what I I heard. I don't know. I just
2: needed that confirmed. I I know ain't nobody black jumping in that tank. Well, I don't know why that... There's huge catfish, all kinds of fish up in that thing, Small sharks in some places, right? I don't know if there are... In some some Bass Pro might be some freshwater uh, sharks or something up in there. Ain't nobody black jumping in no tub. I don't think
3: that that Bass Pro has sharks.
2: It's an aquarium, basically, you're jumping a huge tank. Yes. That was foolish.
3: Well, it was... Was he arrested? He was definitely promptly arrested. Good. It It was a struggle. Uh, to to get him out. He was, was he a Vols fan? He was completely naked. He was in Alabama, so I don't know. Oh, he might have been a crimson. This might have been him flashing out. My bad, the
2: Balls. The
3: fact that Alabama is not going to be in the yep. title game tonight. It's too I much time on his hands. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we will it's, get into that because wow. I think. That's it's, as crazy as Cat Williams running a 4-4, 52. It is. It's the kind of story and imagery that I think should during these. I know the holidays are over, but it, there's a little bit of holiday magic to it, right? Because it sort of makes you grateful for the things that you do have. You know, when you see the pictures and in video. Um,
2: uh, John had to show me, y'all. Oh, he he and Jason had not seen What this guy was it. or wasn't packing. <laughs> he, he was or wasn't packing. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's
3: sad. It was like that was like a mermaid in there. It was like a it was like a mermaid in real life at Bass Pro Shops. That okay, was a, for okay. the kids. You're not going to get any more jokes. For the kids. We have so uh,
2: much news to get to.
3: Yes, uh, we do, actually. Uh, and let's, let's get it underway. Um, I guess this is the newsy uh, portion. I mean, we will talk about the game yesterday for Memphis basketball. But um, after Penny Hardaway uh, basically stood by him uh, the entire time as he was working through his legal issues, uh, after we had his attorney... On the show, who explicitly said to us that Mikey Williams wants to play basketball at Memphis, even if it meant not playing this season, okay? That is what the attorney told us. Mm-hmm. Despite all of that, according to Eric Bossie this morning, of 247? Yes. Mikey Williams and JJ Taylor. Who was at the game yesterday? Who was at the game People yesterday? People have been asking about his whereabouts. Have both entered the transfer board.
2: Is that, is that brother gone, bro? Is that
4: brother gone? For
2: real? I feel... <laughs> so it's two, really. But... You know, I feel like we have been... It was almost like J.J. wasn't here either, you know. Hoodwinked. Been, bamboozled. Y'all know where John stood Let Led on, yes, astray. I figured...
3: Run amok. That is how I feel this morning. That's That is truly how I feel. Because... I wonder how Penny feels on this. Well, I, I assume that I'm sort of speaking for him here. I don't know the particulars necessarily on, uh, you know. I'm interested it, to
2: hear what he says about
3: is, is this. Uh, is this about J.J. Taylor's sort of, um, you know, his grievances?
2: Whatever's going on there. Yeah. Now, how many games was he officially, like, held out of?
3: J.J. Taylor?
2: Yeah. Wasn't? What? Like, I don't there, know. There was a discipline thing or something? Like, there's a game, and then he, you know, wasn't at Tulsa, but was back for? You know, back back yesterday, and you saw him there. I believe on the sideline. I, think I saw him a couple of times. So, I did, Yeah. Anyway, to your point, did something that went down with JJ add to? Yeah. You know this story. Yeah. Look, him and Mikey being former high school. It, it
3: might be a situation roommates. where You know, uh, JJ Taylor was not going to be welcome back in Memphis, and the only way that you know Mikey and JJ were going to be able to play together was somewhere else. But um, yes, this. You know, I just feel like. If this was the way it was always going to go, man, that was a lot of that was a lot of BS to get to this, just for Mikey Williams to never even suit up. Now he didn't cost you anything, and ain't like you were paying. the I, I was just beans, thinking, but, what, what did you lose? Yeah, you didn't lose anything other than your time. It was just a waste of time. Um, and sure. It, and 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 you know, for us, it's like I, I you know I just feel a little um, you know we had the attorney on. I've, I'm blanking on his name. Not, it's not even doesn't even matter, but. He came on and sort of fed us, you know, a line that was just clearly not true. I mean, it was just not true about. Mike. I don't think I don't think you can come to that conclusion this quickly. Well, I mean, he's not again, here
2: again. Things change, and we always we always said even when after the attorney came on, we always said, "Listen, you still got to go another year with this." Like the likelihood is, Mikey isn't coming right now. You're not going to change anything about what you're doing. Not to mention, you had to go through the process of getting him admitted. But we said even next year, yes plan can be I'm coming now but there was always the possibility Mikey could go try to start the professional career whatever else we we didn't discuss much transfer portal because again I think we assumed both that with Penny having his back the way he did if he's going anywhere in college basketball it would be to wait but I'm not going to sit up here and tell you uh uh, be with you on this and say well that that was a lie or they knew then the plan because again we've had the issue with J.J. Taylor since you know and if that plays into this at all and it very well could. They're both they're both sort of out as a package deal. You can't say that back th- that the plan has not that there's not a possibility that the plan changed. And I think that's probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably the realist the realistic thing here. <laughs> Mikey doesn't want to wait. Yeah, he always said it. And again, the surprise is that you would go to another college program. Can he get immediate- admitted immediately? I don't know. Yep. Um, that's the surprise because Penny had your back the entire time, so you figured. If he's gonna play in college. He'll play here.
3: Yes. Um, so that's that's not because we don't know the particulars, right? You know, I, I, there's not there's not much of an opinion for me to have. I mean, I think the odds were I've obviously always stacked against Mikey being here from from when the incidents
2: occurred. Uh, again, if we were still in a place where Penny Hardaway is, uh, you know, again building rosters that are going to depend greatly on young, freshman talent, four- five-star talent, yes. if you were still in in that phase of Penny's career, this would be a different conversation. Remember at one time we thought, going into even last offseason, that Mikey Williams was sort of going to be the centerpiece. What did we say? Penny flipped the entire team and made it to a point where he didn't need my. he flipped it so much, so extremely, made it to where this team wasn't going to rely on Mikey Williams, whether he's here or not, wasn't going to rely on him at all. And so, again, it'd be different if you're not dealing with a King of the transfer portal. And, hell, we'd even ask the question, John, is it best to just throw him in there last year? Do you keep going experienced, you know, four-, five-year guard like you've had with Kendrick Davis, Javon Quinterly? Maybe Jalen Young is that guy next year? You know, we'd ask that question. So I go back to what you lose. You know, you said the key word, just time. Penny Hardaway defending the kid, saying, you know, we got his back until further notice, basically. We'll let the law figure it out. It did. Seemingly having the door open for him. You you it you do. It appears you've wasted some time here, but on the court, you can't you can't make a case that you've lost much of anything. Correct. He's yeah. always more of an idea than he was.
3: That's right. No, anything you, else you not loo- You don't lose anything other than it's just like it's like you know just the song and dance we were doing about the whole like all the conversation it, well, and oxygen that we wasted. In talking the about. in the
2: end, and you had what what turned out to be still some you know questions about his decision making, like some of the 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 stuff on Instagram, everything else. You know that those are things that now questions you'll never have to be concerned about within within your program could turn out to be a good thing for Memphis. JJ Taylor wasn't playing. Mikey Williams might have come, been a distraction, could end up still being a good thing. Yep. It's just it's just odd because Penny was so in his corner that we're here already. That's what I think.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so bon voyage uh, to JJ uh, J. Taylor and and JJ wasn't playing anyway. And and Mikey Williams. We hardly knew you.
2: Yeah. You know? Tip uh, tip the cap to bossy. You got it first.
3: Yeah. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And and I think based on that, Mm -hmm. we can attribute the scoop to him. Now, again, this is not a... A
2: validation for you, kind of going back to you no. saying Penny should have cut ties with him in the beginning. I kind of thought you'd be kind of you be.
3: I don't feel. I'm validated. not gonna say happy
2: about it, but
3: I don't feel validated. Validated that man should have. Because once we had the attorney on, I'm like, okay, I'll give the guy like whatever. I'd sort of made up my mind like if he shows up and and uh, and he's willing to do the things that are necessary to be a right. you know productive member of the team. Like I'll give the guy a chance. And 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 then that like in fairness, the charges were reduced. You know, I mean, it went from a it went from like. Fifty-five felonies to one misdemeanor or whatever the hell, mm-hmm. Well, you know. So like, I have to be, I have to be, I have to have a little bit of integrity, you know. Like, I can't keep the same energy about a misdemeanor that I do a, uh, you know, eight felonies or however many it ended up in. You know, there is a big difference. I would want the same to. I would want somebody to do the same with my son, for example. Like, if someday he was ever in a situation like that, you know, don't talk about him like he's got eight felony charges. He's all he's got is a misdemeanor. You know, you got to adjust your, you know, <clears throat> your 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 radar there, but. uh But, yeah, you know, it's just, like, it's just frustrating. I feel like I've been, like, twisting around like the Tasmanian devil in terms of this entire situation. Um, Yeah, you ain't the only one. Yeah, but uh, I suspect, at least for Memphis' sake, they're going to be just fine. Uh, I don't know know about uh, Mikey Williams. I don't know what his future holds. That is more of a mystery. Be interested to see who wants to take the – Yeah, UTEP. Yeah, definitely UTEP. We'll see those guys there in El Paso, yeah. Mm, Okay. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's going to be a program like that, right? I would imagine so. Uh, that that a lot light. of
2: lot of baggage.
3: Yeah, and seems uh, to come
2: with Mikey Wade. Exactly. So hey. An indecision.
3: Uh, best of luck, man. Best of luck. Uh, and I think Memphis, based on what happened yesterday inside FedEx Forum, is going to be just fine. Sixty two fifty nine win over SMU. An SMU team that credit to them, they came out and they punched Memphis in the mouth. <laughs> I mean, they were bullying them on the boards. They had Memphis looking they like they didn't you know. On the what, boards. They, they had Memphis looking like they didn't know what the hell to do on offense. It office. reminded
2: me of the Villanova first half. Yeah, just how yep. I, we we were texting disconnected. Memphis was offensively, yes. you know, that big for SMU. Yep, um, Smith, man, he early on he was hurting uh, the Tigers, and again that first half they were just listless, and you wonder, okay, all right, well they had the deal with Caleb Mills, obviously, where you lose him after the 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 the, the you know close win over Tulsa, but also. You know, you, you, remember, they didn't get back you know, till a day later, so you got no prep really, no extra prep here for SMU, or you're certainly taking a day off because you didn't get back on time because of the plane incident and not, and not being able to get off the tarmac, and so it, you know, it, 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 was a, it was a tough setup for the Tigers coming back home against an SMU team that clearly, and especially defensively, metrically, yes, too, uh, they're better. In Tulsa, and so with the way it started and the hole they dug for themselves, I think at one point as, as large as fifteen in that first half, you felt like, man, with as good as SMU is, at least defensively, this is going to be a tough one to come back from. I'll be honest with you, John. There were times there where I was calculating, okay, what's this? What's this first loss? You know, gonna how, how are we gonna how, how are they gonna absorb this one? What's it do to seeding? Everything else. Now what? Now what kind of conference record they? I was already there. Mm-hmm. Right before they really turn on the defense, make that run, Jalen Young, big part of that off the bench, uh, defensively, he really brought some energy. Uh, they they were a different team completely in the second half, and then and and, and it was all it, and it all came together. You're, you're saying, okay, and they get up what you know a couple of possessions, and then all of a sudden it goes back to, you know, uh, are we going to hold on to this thing? And in the end, yeah, uh, with with Memphis needing another big shot, Javon Quinterly in the corner hits another big one, it just shows you. Again, this Memphis team, whether it's individually or as a team, if the play bad, Crispin said it yesterday, the ESPN commentator, feeling out, process, whatever, they've shown uh, through that, they can still find a way. Even Individually, again, bad game. Remember, that was Quinlan against Tulsa, still hits the big shot. Or as a team playing poorly, they were in that first half against SMU. They found a way out of it, man. That's what good teams do, and you do it on a weekend where, oh, by the way, FAU loses to Charlotte. Every, you look around, everybody the Tigers beat, it felt like in, in the non-con, lost. Uh, that's college basketball. Memphis comes out with a win. You've got to be happy every time you come away with one. Again, <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many teams are going to defend like SMU in this conference? Like you look at the schedule right. from here to February, um, you know, you, you're going to have maybe a couple of close ones, but uh, again, that was one of your better teams in the AAC, and you outlasted them there. Uh, in the end, that's all that matters, and because Memphis is likely going to rise up the rankings this afternoon when the AP poll comes up.
3: Yeah, no, I I uh, I, I echo everything you just said. I don't really have much else to add. Um, you know, it, it it was one of those games where you looked up and down the the college basketball calendar this weekend that lots of teams lost. Right? I mean, lots of lots yeah. of good teams lost, including to- in this conference, including yes. FAU. FAU goes down to Charlotte. Yes. Um, uh, Michigan State goes down to Northwestern yesterday. Um, you know, we talked about you know all the teams that you beat. Um, Somehow yeah, that's not fun to, to go through because we are all t- of and all. 10. Yeah, oh and ten on Saturday. Lots of time for those teams to make it up, Including right? Nova. But I think there are some. I think there, and then, and even the team that you lost to at Ole Miss.
2: Got slapped, yeah, by Tennessee. Figured that was going to happen, though. That's right. But y'all folks that were ready I mean, to have Tennessee Ole Miss in wasn't the top 15 11 and a, just and a they were point favorite. I mean, it was That like, is a really good Tennessee team.
3: It is a good Tennessee team. We'll see what they, they do in everything. March. But yes, they have they have pieces. This time, they have pieces for sure. Um, so the point is, is that a lot of teams in college basketball that you would say are, are good teams lost, right? Uh, it, it, it often, it often uh, often to to worse teams. You know, in in this one, this is an SMU team that's that that the metrics smile on, right? Kim Palm loves the metrics, love, and you were down double digits in the in, in the in the second half, and you found a way to win. And I think that is, you know, that's the stuff that you have to sort of take away is that this is a war of attrition for Memphis basketball, and they're going to be. Landmines and you know as we've said on the show he sort of said they're Legos that was a Lego last night brother and you damn near stepped on it and, and uh, fell over there's no question about it. you're gonna have to do that how many more times Jason 16 16 more times because FAU starting to look like a Lego the way they're playing. I mean, that's a, that's a real— I wonder
2: if they're going to drop out of the poll today.
3: I think they should. I think they are, and I think they should. A team that was just top 10. They've got too many bad losses to be a top 25 team. I mean, I'm just saying— A couple like, of weeks ago. You've lost to Bryant. You've lost to Florida Gulf Coast. And now you've lost to Charlotte. You cannot be a top 25 team. That Arizona win ain't that good. I, I, don't, I just I don't believe that. I know that was on the
2: road yesterday. That's to one eighteen. Yes. Charlotte is not not good. No, dude, it's unacceptable. So that's a seven and seven Charlotte team that FAU's losing to. So,
3: so the race kind of changes a little bit, right? The, the The context of the AAC is starting to take a different shape, uh, to where you are now the prohibitive favorite by far. And now FAU, whereas it looked like would be like a good sort of litmus test. Okay, you just you hope to split those games. Now you're in a situation where you have you better split those games, or you're going to start to be you know penalized by the committee because of FAU's resume here that's kind of fallen off. It's just it's really unfortunate. Memphis can't control it. It's not like I'm saying that there's anything they could have done differently, but it just sort of speaks to the how perilous it's a high wire act, man. It's not just the games you play, and if you don't think, and I got a little bit of blowback on this, Jason. Because I was watching college basketball on Saturday, and I just noticed what was happening. I tweeted, hey, this, 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 and this. And people you know, respond, they push back. They're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what all the other teams do. You just have to win. You just have to focus on yourself.
2: Oh, there is some truth to that.
3: There is some truth to that, but it's not entirely true, unfortunately. Because the way it works with, with a program like Memphis is they're going to do everything they can to not give you the seed that you deserve. OK, so if you go out and you win 17 games out of 18 in the AAC, but your non-conference wins continue to shrivel up, it's a two-seed resume that you're going to get a four-four. I mean, it's just the truth. And if you don't think that two-spot difference matters, it absolutely matters. I mean, it's the difference between not seeing a higher seed until, you know, the final four potentially or the Sweet 16. I mean... It's all about playing matchups and math and probabilities. So it does matter. And that, all I'm saying is I want Memphis to get the best possible seed that they deserve. And when the teams that they have beaten, unfortunately, shrivel up the way they're doing, it makes that job a lot more difficult.
2: Just know, you, you just faced an SMU team that you, you mentioned the metrics love. their top 50 they're 47 i'm just going to read off the numbers of the teams that memphis faces here next over their ken Palm numbers 283 137 147 tulane 110 uab 167 rice 241 you get the picture like between now and really february 15th when you take on a north texas team that's 42 at ken Palm, um these are bad teams and so the charge for Memphis at this point, you see, it's affecting them. These, the, this playing poorly and winning close, it's affecting you metrically. That's why you're dropping at the net. Where are they today? Forty nine somewhere, they dropped into the low forties uh, because the, these are you're not blowing these teams out against these lower level now AAC teams. SMU's probably looking like the third best team in the AAC. You want to improve metrically, everything else you want to get, you need to roll these teams. That's where – and I realize it's, what, now the last four that have been close, and you could say, okay, this is becoming characteristic of Memphis, but the competition level is about to drop. And what you don't want to do is drop your level of play with it. Memphis has shown a penchant for playing to a level of competition this year. It's just true. I hate using that cliche, but it's so real about this team. You look at the way they've played against the better teams, you know, the the Clemsons and Virginias, and then look at the way they've played against the, the Austin Peas and the, the bad ones, and they've been right there, down there with them, struggling in the mud with them. And so – you need to shake that off against, you know, coming up on Wednesday against the UTSA team that's a, a, a mess. You know, that, that's what you need to do, again, before you get back to some, what should be some solid tests. Again, the North Texas is when you go to SMU, you know, that'll pick back up in February. Again, late February, you get Florida Atlantic. The The next three, six, seven, eight, really nine games are ones you should roll in. Hopefully that happens for them. Um because again, it's becoming a little too characteristic of. A, yep. Even Crispin <clears throat> said it uh, yesterday. Again, the ESPN like Memphis has this thing where they like to feel you out, and for a while, they're whatever that means. But what it means is you're struggling for a while before they sort of turn it on. You want to shake that off, yeah, if you can. But again, John, back to the point of what your people say. If you just keep winning. You're going to rise up the rate. Houston had well, close not, calls last year. They're not, year. They're not what, what was what did Houston's non-conference record look like? Last year, it wasn't great. No, it, it, no, it they, was
3: they, not.
2: They went 17-1 and one yep. in conference play. Only yep. lost the one, beat Memphis twice. Still ended up with a one seed. Yep. I ain't telling you Memphis is in line for a one seed here. They
3: only had one, one loss, though, all year. 17-1. Seven, they lost in the conference tournament, right? That so Houston they, team? They
2: lost two games. I'll tell you immediately what it was. They lost to Temple was their lone yep. conference loss. They had lost to Alabama as well. Okay, so they so lost three. they had three. three. They were 31-3. Okay. and three. They were a one seed. I'm just telling you. I mean, take care of these bad teams. Some of them can be close. Again, Houston had close calls last year, and that, you know, whatever your ceiling is. Mine's sort of a three, it feels like, with what this non-conference schedule is sort of pan out and the way these teams are sort of letting you down. They're not holding up their end. Whatever it is, all that's still possible, even with the close wins. But it would be nice, and the metrics would love it if you'd start blowing some of these teams out. At least the way the schedule lines out, you know, there's an opportunity, it feels like, to do that. Bottom line, you get a win in a spot where, again... Uh, it was, you, you were calculating loss there for a while um, uh, with as poorly as they were playing, as disconnected as they were offensively yesterday. You get the win. You get the win. Everybody in college basketball is losing. Yeah. Not Memphis. E-
3: exactly. That's how, That's what I come back to. And look, long road. What are they going to go up to today?
2: Uh, I think what they're 15. They you you're not no, breaking no. top 10 probably with too close. Maybe 12. But enough teams didn't lose ahead of you right, either. Right, they will be 12. Right. I mean, be, you'll, you'll be disappointed. You'll be disappointed. And Katz and Rothstein got them both top 10. Yeah, I, mean, I know those aren't know, AP rankings that's right, that's or votes, right. but I both believe, got them top 10. T- well,
3: again, it's not necessarily that I don't think they it, should be. It's like it, people aren't paying attention enough. So it's like. It can be a bunch of. It, it doesn't need
2: to be a bunch of close ones. But my point is, if you keep winning, you're going to rise up well, the rankings. Things are going to take care of themselves. For sure. I will again, say that. They did for Houston last year.
3: When you. When you play teams so closely though it hurts you. It exactly it hurts right. you're, not, the net. you're not you're not gonna and if get that's the going to
2: decide between a two and a three seed. Somebody well, looking at a, your It could be a two and a four ranking, I mean I I maybe. I mean it could maybe. be a two and a five. Possibly but again I th- I still think you got to go back to resume. And they got the wins. Literally, the only thing punishing them metrically right now, they, dude, nobody's got more quad one, what is it, more quad one wins than uh, the Memphis, except for Purdue, or uh, more quad one, quad two wins, whatever the stat is. You, when you put, look at that resume at on Selection Sunday and compare it to everybody else's in college basketball, you're going to have a hard time dropping them too far if they've taken care of business in conference. I'm just, I'm not going to worry about a two or a four seed right now when you are set up. You're out of eight, nine. You've graduated from that, and as long as you keep stacking the wins in conference, you're going to be a high enough seed to make a run. Particularly based off where you've been the last two years, yep. it's going to feel like a, a a cakewalk. No, you're right in terms of of, of who you could face. Yep. Compared to what you've had the last two years.
3: Exactly. No, I, that that is that is a great point, and I agree with that, and I think that's I mean, you have graduated a good, from that a good place to leave it. As long as you don't drop the ball. But again, it's going to be treacherous. Okay, these are you know you I know you've seen the North Sea TikToks. Yo ho, right? No, bro, you just ain't up on the internet like you're supposed to be. Dude, I told you I saw
2: Cat Williams and the, I saw that on the internet. You're just like it's a, I saw I, I, we- it. I saw I the news of Michael Williams uh, uh, in the transfer report on the internet. The
3: North Sea is like the choppiest like waters in the world. I don't know about the North Sea, there's like sea. a lot of cargo and stuff, and you see like a lot of videos. Like the, you know, it's crazy the waves. As and, you see that on TikTok, how, yeah, it's like a thing. It's like a right. big thing, and that's gonna be Memphis with the AAC. Yo ho. God, boys, the colors are hiding. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day they play, it's just like let's get through the North Sea Passage against these bums out here, all right, and let's just try to get to the other side. And the other side is is the NCAA tournament. It's seeding. It's yeah. all the things that, that – You're
2: not going to be an A or not. You know, uh, and I think that's – FAU might be in
3: trouble to well, be look, in that. I, I don't. Not I don't, it, I don't want to make assume anything because if you keep, you know, I will say you keep playing around, you will get caught. I mean, but, that's but just look who you playing with. It, they're going to get worse. The teams I, I you're know. playing with. Well, you, they, they, there should start to be some margin. Even I, Tulsa
2: record-wise was decent. Yeah. Like, this team, these UTSA's
3: and stuff. But there's like, some bad, bad, bad I, teams. I, in I here. wrote off the Austin P and Vandy games as like Christmas no, that's holiday it's been four straight, and I'm you? like, okay, I'm running out of like, uh, you know, leash here to to attribute to. Christmas, bro. It's it's January seventh. It's better than the alternative, losing to Charlotte. No, I, I know you're right. It's better to win than lose. Always. All I'm saying is that when you keep getting this close to the flame, you will eventually get burned. That's just the way the probabilities go.
2: Well, now we ain't the Philadelphia Eagles, bro. Now we remember we were saying that about them. They're yes. just finding ways. Them folks are broken. Yes, they are. Memphis is not broken. Yep. Or on its, you know, escaping close calls. But it was really a sign of what was to come. Like it was for the Eagles. That's not the, that's not this team. And again. Remember, Tomlin, he fouls out yesterday. He's not much of a factor at all, but factor him in down the stretch because, the, again, there's a lot a lot to work. Malcolm Dandridge has some big plays. When he tries to do too much, though, Jalen Young, when he, try, when he goes into that spin, when he's not spinning, he's great. Yep. When Malcolm's not trying to lead a break, yep. he's great. Did you see some of the long – man, he, he went deep like a receiver on a couple of plays, got those uh, breaks and dunks. Malcolm Dandridge was big for them. Jordan continues to be – They've been playing with their food a little bit. Yeah, be nice to see them stop doing that. Yeah, um, and you'll rise up the y'all that are so, you know, the, the nets got you baffled. Yep, whoop these teams and you'll 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 climb the net. Yep, whoop these teams in the way that's uh that you're capable of.
3: Yep. All right, we have a lot more to get to on the show today, including um, NFL Wildcard Weekend playoffs are set, so we'll get into that uh, today here on the show. Has my coach been fired yet? No, we're still awaiting word. Uh, what a, I'm, 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 what, what a great day here. that was for me. What's going on here? Personally, that that, that was validating. That You want to talk about validation? The, what the Bears did yesterday was validation for me. Oh, really?
2: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes, for your take and all, all the Chicago those, people all that jumped on. Instagram validation haters. for you. I told you you were in the right I know, place. I know, but I know. You should have believed I, in me I, and I, well, had the faith.
3: Again, I, had to, I wanted to see it, and I saw it. I saw it. That dude is bad, bro. That dude is not going to get it done in Chicago. Y'all trying to commit to Justin you, Fields. You cannot... You cannot state. do that. You cannot do that. You cannot look at Justin Fields and say that's the dude I want to commit to. I know you cannot do. I've that. I've been telling you that. I'm not saying that he's not capable of being a starting level quarterback in the NFL, but you cannot pay what? that dude market. Can't be the Bears. can be if he can't be Green Bay. He's never done it. Would we give? Uh, would we give the Ole Miss plant and Mississippi State a big extension if he loses his first five games to y'all, Ole Miss? Y'all
2: keep saying that he's gonna sue y'all. He's
3: an Ole Miss plant, bro. He's a plant like Kevin Harton in L.A. Everybody knows that. Would they? Would he get an extension if he loses his first three, for example, <clears throat> to Ole Miss? Hell no, get fired. Not even He might. He might. He might lose if he loses. He might get fired if he loses two in a row. The fact that Justin Fields, how, how many? He lost twelve straight to Green Bay.
2: Something like that. I think it was nine or ten that we've lost to them overall.
3: Uh, yeah. So we'll, get into, uh, we'll get into we'll get into all means. of that on the show today. Uh, big show. Jason Fitz going to join us at one twenty-five. Respect Burgers at one o'clock. I know you will give one to the best Pro Shops man for. Ah, uh, his particular package uh, very scary, very intimate. Disrespect, uh, dog. So we will uh, do that today on the show. Stick around, Jason and John. Are you trying to Yes, man. As good as the regular season
2: is, here we are. There's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend, and boy, is it going to be a great one! Six games, three days for these teams. It's winner go home. That sounds fun. It's even more fun on FanDuel. You always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. You should know that by now. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a dub. This weekend. So get to FanDuel right now. New customers, you can get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Very simple. Just visit fanduel.com slash J Smith. That's the promo code. Get joined up today for the fun of Wild Card Weekend. Again, that promo code is J S M I T H over at fanduel.com slash J Smith. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and, of course, of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in present Tennessee. First online, real money, wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonuses is issued. It's is non withdrawable. Bonus best to expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.family.com. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee. Redline 1 800
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: 789.
3: Welcome back, Jason and John. NFL Wildcard Weekend set. We'll get into that. Maybe we'll have a little friendly postseason against the spread competition here on the show so we can know. Uh, oh, hold Jason accountable.
2: I suspect you think you will wipe the floor with me.
3: Be interested with see, all
2: of your knowledge, I'll
3: be interested to see how often we are on the wisdom. same side. That's what I'll be interested. There's to see. There's some, great games. some um, great games. You know, they had that. They have that that season long. We should really do this. We should do a. Uh, we should enter like one of those season long survivor contests and just take our shot. Thousand dollars you could turn into nine million. No, I'll let you
2: do that, or we can do it as a team. That's It'd what i your, your money.
3: Oh well, yeah. then you're not. Let's part do of it this.
2: as a team, all
3: of Memphis, like all of us. Well, that that's too but, many people. But with you as the face. That's too many voices you know what i'm saying like we everybody's going to come to a opinion. consensus um but yeah they uh yesterday as the season wrapped up i think there were uh i think there were four winners they actually chopped all of it the four people made it to the, abs- the absolute wow. end and they all chopped the 9 million dollars uh nice. for the circuit contest that's a nice little sunday mhm couple million yeah i mean was it like 2 2, two, point and two change 2.2 two something man would you come into work the next day Damn, you got to you're work world. You going to rub it in everybody's face. Huh? I to
2: work smiling like I did today.
3: You are going to rub it in everybody's face that they uh that you won. Anyway, yes. Uh we'll get into Wild Card weekend uh, cuz there are some very intriguing games like you mentioned. Uh sneaky good for mm-hmm. sure. I do have one bet already placed. Oh. I do have one. I did, nice little teaser there. Don't do you, tell us. Don't do tell, you, tell us. I didn't tell you off air. I don't think... You no, clearly you don't remember. I don't, it didn't no, mean anything to no, you. No, you, you didn't tell me who you're already okay, on. Okay, so we'll get into that a little bit later on the show, including a bet that I've already placed Ooh, for wild card. a competition, apparently, we that can. I didn't know I was going to be a part of. Yeah, so you better bring fun. your A game. All right. Um, that's exactly what your Memphis Grizzlies are doing. Man! In the absence of John Morant, even, 121-115 over the Phoenix Suns yesterday. Again, you have a lot going on. You have... Tigers playing, you have NFL going on and Ja's out, so you just sort of assume, well, yeah, it's probably a scheduled loss, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's the way these things go. Phoenix had everybody. Phoenix had everybody. Yeah. Raleigh Bill's in, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant was in. Devin Booker was in. Yes. And John did, did not play. Yet Memphis and the Grizzlies able to go into Phoenix and what a fourth quarter they had. Uh 35-18 fourth quarter. Um it was just a it was a all around performance. Jaron twenty eight and ten. Marcus Smart twenty five eight and six, Desmond Bain twenty three, Vince Williams nineteen. Um, maybe Vince is becoming, you know, a, a little bit more of a staple on this on this group in this group.
2: That man played thirty seven minutes, got key block on Nurkic there late. Um, I think he was plus twenty three, nine rebounds to go with the nineteen. He is he should be a full time rotation member at this point. And we just talked about it with saying you'd like to see him sort of in that eight nine spot on a regularly healthy team, but. Um, with this team and as poor as the wings have played, his play has stood out, and it was key to them getting the victory yesterday. He was an absolute stud. They're gonna have to figure out some and get him signed up. He's on that two way, so that's got. Kind of, I mean, that, that they've got to come to a, a, a decision on that here pretty soon. Uh, Vince Williams Jr. was fantastic for them, and they needed somebody particularly off that bench to be because for whatever reason, Santi Aldama, you're just not getting it from him of late, and and a, a bad stretch has turned into a, a, a pretty bad one, and it's. It's gotten longer here. Uh, so, again, it, it Vince stood out uh, yep. yesterday because of the play off the bench. On You know, Zaire was solid for a second straight game. Uh, he was good <laughs> in that Lakers game. Gave you nine yesterday, four of ten, but he's one of five from three. Vince goes three of four. Again, adds the nine rebounds. He's making huge defensive plays at the end of the game. Um, just outstanding play by him. And interested to see sort of how soon we'll be talking about, you know, his contract getting – Getting flipped,
3: yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, so then it starts to sort of, you know, it, it is a little bit. It's a, it's whiplash, right? It's a little. It's like uh, Josh it makes Allen you feel game. a
2: little bit guilty about Friday and feeling like yeah. this team. I mean, keep in mind, in the facts were the facts. You you'd lost nine of ten out of crypto. They'd own you. They'd owned you out there. Now I will give you credit. You'd said Friday you liked the spot for the Grizzlies. What are they four and a half one underdogs? You liked the spot, and then here they are. You know, winning that game there, and uh, you know, particularly. The two games, Memphis, poor, had been one of the worst teams in the NBA, if not the worst in the second quarter. They win both second quarters. Now, they only won the the, the one against Phoenix, 32-31. But remember, this team has been getting stomped on by an average of, what, five, six points. That's just average in the second quarters of games. You won both of them. And what it allowed you to do, it set you up uh, for that fourth quarter against Phoenix. But, again, Memphis, major improvement in those two games in the second quarter. And, again, the shooting. Marcus Smart, you know, what he did in the two games uh, for just from the th- three-point line alone, but from a scoring standpoint, you get that kind of Marcus Smart, and I doubt you'll get, you know, 25 points a night, um, you know, the rest of the way. But you get a Marcus Smart who's a threat from long range like that, and and, and you're in business, mm-hmm. even on nights where, you know, John Moran is out. And so it's a completely different feeling than you felt Friday because, again, you looked at this three-game road trip, three places you have not played well, and you said, man, if they could come out with one you'd feel good. Well, they've already got two, and they've got Dallas uh, on Tuesday night to try to make it 3-0. Yeah. And you've cut it to what, now four and a half. That's right. Well, That's your behind and, and, and the, I mean, the The spot. Lakers the are a disaster.
3: Thing. The Warriors are a disaster. I mean – Things can change real quick. They can. You they If you keep can. playing like that, they'll, they'll – they'll, Yeah, look, I mean – It'll it, get a lot, a lot more fun around here. All we can do is sort of assess the, the, the season as it happens, right? That's all we can do. I mean, we can't – you know, so when the Grizzlies are dropping, you know – Games that they should be winning, for example, like against the Raptors, when the margin of error is so f- fragile as it is, all we can do is say, you know, is it really fair to expect the Grizzlies to play at a pace that will get them, you know, into the play-in, you know, because you have you can't drop games like that. Now they've they've they made up for it. They've they've already they've they've they have overcome um, that loss by winning these last two, beating the Lakers as a dog. Beating the Suns as a dog without John Morant, actually, I mean that's that's the win of the season, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so you've you've overcompensated for that already, um, but you have to like continue to do all the games that's your favorite. You have to win. I mean, you can't lose those, uh, and you have to pick off a couple teams like you've done. In the meantime, can they do that? I mean, it looks like they can, but you know, it's it's week to week.
2: Again, they're still 30th in the league, even after these two performances, 30th in the league in offense. Now, they've quietly crept up to 11th defensively, and you're starting to see signs of the Grizzlies teams. You've seen in the last couple of years, at least from a defensive standpoint, they've been what up there, top five. Like You you see flashes of that, but offensively, they're still 30th. They're dead last in the league, and so, again, getting performances like that, they, they, they stand out. They make you get excited again and think anything's possible. Is it sustainable? Because again, Steven ain't walking through that door all of a sudden to get you a bunch more offensive rebounds. Jaron's rebounding in these two games was so a nine and 10 in the two games. Critical, too. No question about it. Like his rebounding, critical, especially for this team that at times has gotten clobbered this season, especially when, you know, coming in these two games, he was averaging five and a half rebounds this season, down from last year. So that part of it was critical. But is it sustainable? An offense that's dead last in the league, yep. can Marcus <coughs> Smart keep shooting like that? Again, you could be you know feeling bad again. Right. You know This team uh, loses its next three because, again, I tell you, still these next five are pretty yeah. pretty tough that yeah. you've got. So you feel good. You cut it down to four and a half. Hopefully the jaw news will be that it's just something that's manageable. Exactly. That was just soreness. But seeing in the sling was a little bit scary yesterday as he's sitting out. But definitely great performances, uh, two great performances. Unexpected. Yep. Two uh, two unexpectedly great performances from the Grizzlies over the weekend. Mark Smart, Jaron Jackson, Vince Williams Jr., De- Desmond Bain had a lot to do with it.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, I think those are that that there's a lot of encouraging things that you know. He, is it a lost season if 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 you find Vince Williams and and and, and he sort of says, okay, I'm going to be a part of this rotation as a big time player? Is it? A, I would say it's not a lost season. I'd say you got at least something redeeming out of it. That seems to be possible. Um, I, I think,
2: think Vince is legit.
3: Yeah, I think I think he's proven that he's a real NBA player, and that's definitely. And the more time he gets, the more the better he can be with that three
2: point shot. The more comfortable he gets, exactly, because that's what he needs to do for you: knock down the open shot, exactly. Play the defense he's playing, and you got a player right there.
3: Well, yeah, that's what we talk I'm about all the time, you're... right? We talk about all the time. It's depth, 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 and it's exactly why a Phoenix Suns team can lose. It's why a Phoenix Suns team, despite the fact that they have a big three, like they don't have a whole lot else, and that's why they're going to be susceptible. You know they're giving big time minutes to guys like Keita Bates Job, Josh Cogee, Drew Banks. You know Metu, Grayson Allen. I mean, it, it's 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 tough. It's tough. You know that's not a great back half of the rotation. What what is crazy
2: is that this team has the second most road wins in the league. The the elite teams and they are have up three there. at home. You know there there are teams with eleven, and in the West, uh, the Timberwolves have got eleven road wins. The Nuggets have got eleven. T- the, a 10-10 and 10 record on the road is what you would want from, like, one of your elite teams. 10-10 and 10 record on the road. And I realize some of that is scheduling quirks and everything else, but two of them's two road wins down in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, this team has the road record of a contender. Correct. Again, second most road wins in the NBA. A bunch of teams tied uh, for tops at 11. And if, if they could just sort of pick it up on the at home, where they were the best team in the NBA last year, and you'd like to have a... A bunch of those games with John Moran, and they're 3-13 at home. They're going to be over five hundred with John Moran. That, that There's no question about that. It's just, you know, can you get out of this hole? Well, this weekend was a – that was some nice digging. Uh, you jumped up a little bit. Only Again, only four-and-a-half back of the Lakers now uh, for that 10 spot. Yeah. Fun to see. It was it a is. fun weekend.
3: Yeah, Taylor be- Jing is out there on the floor. Now yeah, Let's talk about something. I want oh. – I want to get this out there because I, I know nobody's defending gonna, his guys. Nobody's going to do this, okay? And I'm going to I'm going to go where no Memphis radio host has ever gone. Just be careful. And I'm going to take LeBron to task.
2: I loved his attitude. He said we suck after him.
3: that reporter. They
2: came back and won. though.
3: That was clearly from Spain. Oh, was fine to ask that question. Yep. Okay. Thank you. There was. There was no need for LeBron to do that to him, to treat him in that way. I thought that was a bully tactic from King James. I'm dead serious. You love everything he does. I can't I, believe you're I, criticizing. I thought that was really He's your king. I thought that was really bad form from LeBron to try to ma- basically chastise that guy for asking that question. He waited until the end of the media session. Okay, this guy probably is never going to see LeBron. You know, who knows where he lives, if he lives in L.A., whatever. He probably doesn't have a lot of one-on-one time with LeBron. And clearly, there was some news of the day when Ricky Rubio retired. And like it or not, okay, LeBron is the gatekeeper of the NBA. He is. So whether it's a retirement of a player, whether it's an NBA issue, whether it's a C, you know, whatever the case Don't may be. Don't you think he gets tired of weighing in on everybody? It's your responsibility. No, it's not. It is your responsibility because you are you are the face of the game. And so... As somebody like Ricky Rubio, I know you never played with him, okay, but he was in the league for a long time, and 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 you should be able to field a question about a guy like Ricky Rubio. I don't agree,
2: not on Rubio,
3: bro. Rubio was a Tell good me his player. his best
2: contribution.
3: Dude, he he pro, he was like the first, you know, one of the one of the few, not the first, but one of the few good players that have come over here. There has Spain. to be a line, it's like the and Rubio, and there then, has and now to be a
2: line team. on who we will comment on, whose careers we will
3: comment on. It's not like he asked him to, to comment on Eddie House, bro. I mean, Ricky Rubio was a good player in the NBA for a long do you, time. Do you expect him to comment on Eric Gordon? I mean. He won't be asked about Eric Gordon. because Eric How come he won't be? Because Ricky Rubio had a cultural significance. There was some cultural stuff there with him being from Spain coming over to the league from out of the country internationally. So that's why I'm saying, and it was clearly a Spanish guy asking the question, can I just entertain him? I mean, is it that hard to just say, you know what, Ricky had a great career. You know, he did, he did a lot for the, the Spain. I know he made those fans proud. And, you know, it was, it was great to play alongside him for, you know, however long they played alongside each other. After was, a loss to the Grizzlies. Man, they've been losing a lot. All right. This should be. This should be not no, new not. to him. No, it's not. Okay. This should be pretty.
2: Uh, no, I think there needs to be a line. And I, I what I will give you is there's a, there's an international flavor there, uh, and you've got a Spanish reporter, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I, I, you, I, I, I'll give you that. That you don't have you. to get nasty with him. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, I, LeBron should you not LeBron, have to. Aber, LeBron mean, should not have to comment on every <laughs> European player that's had a good well, career. And he uh, doesn't, and he uh, does because he gets that. Is the is the uh, you, you when he puts it down.
3: Did LeBron go be asked about him he probably by will the be. Japanese media? But, but he will be out of the league by then, so no, he will not be asked. But I'm just saying...
2: There he, has to be a line, dude. You, you, Rubio doesn't meet the criteria he, to me.
3: He would not... It would not be like... Uh, who's. The so I'm not mad at it's him. It's not Luke or just some average American dude in the NBA goes... He had... There was a cultural significance with Ricky Rubio um, coming over here, you know, in 2010 as a top five pick, and you know it was a, like i just think you have to have a little bit more patience for people you you have to understand you're lebron james these people he does understand want that he no-
2: gets it every time they put a mic in his face and ask him about somebody's career but it's
3: not like they it's not like, so he, he, uh, like he gets one a night it was a very fair question it wasn't like hey lebron do you think uh victor Wimbanyama is going to be the best player to ever put on a pair of basketball shoes he's getting tired of that one i know but i'm just saying that that i would say okay that's stupid this guy retired he clearly has some stuff going on you know, in his personal life, does Ricky Rubio. Well, that,
2: and that was another reason you didn't need to be nasty. Yeah. But I'm not going to be mad at him like well, you I just, are today. I, think, I can't believe you're criticizing think, the king for well, this. Look, the bar is high. They came back and beat the, the Clippers, the because, bar is high. again, because of his attitude, because he showed you how, how peyote he was. It's like,
3: you know, if if somebody— And they came
2: back and beat the Clippers.
3: Like, somebody would ask
2: he you— He has to do that to set the tone.
3: You know, when, when, uh, when, when, when somebody hangs it up in the radio industry in Memphis, somebody might ask you their opinion— You know your opinion on that person, and it's your responsibility as one of the most prominent radio people in Memphis to answer the question. I don't
2: meet. I don't meet that criteria. You don't
3: get to say, "I don't want to talk about it right now." Okay, I just had a bad month of ratings. I don't want to talk about it right now. You don't get to do that. Your responsibility, okay, is that you're the messenger, you're the face, you're the gatekeeper of this game. Okay, you can answer a question in a respectful way about an international star who is calling it a career. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to be, you don't, and I think it is, I think LeBron should be arrested. I think LeBron should be arrested uh, and thrown away for a long time. Know, man,
2: you've gone way too far with this tape. Because
3: the way he Again, he, he treated that report. If you to frame
2: reporter, it, you, you, the attitude, the nastiness was unnecessary. 25 that's years. that's fine, but he should not have to answer for everybody that's had, you know, more than a 10-year career in the NBA, well, including all the international guys that have got their own media following them.
3: LeBron needs he to shouldn't be. Shouldn't have to
2: answer for all of them. He needs nice to be nice people. It. The Gasols, Yes. Uh-huh. Rubio, no, but LeBron, doesn't make the cut. Doesn't LeBron doesn't make the cut.
3: LeBron fancies himself. He didn't win like anything. Student of the game. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm watching all the basketball. I'm watching all. Man, like go go in twelve. He's like, he, Th- that's what I'm saying. Rubio's contributions are not enough, fool. Bro, that's the bottom. That's what I'm trying to tell you over Ricky here. Ricky Rubio is. They're a, not enough. He is a silver medalist. He averaged 10 points a game and 7 assists a game. He was a top-five pick. I tell you, that's underachieving. You just told us he was top-five. Minnesota, dude. I mean, I'm not sure what you wanted the guy to do, okay? I mean, his best year was obviously in 2017, 18, when he averaged 13.1 points. He a game. could never shoot. He shot 35 percent from three that year. I mean, how... that's his. I
2: bet that that was close to his best. It was his best because he had some bad ones.
3: But here's the truth.
2: Let's go through those.
3: That's a good year. That's a good year, and that gets you what on is the threshold. Man? Bro, I'm holding people accountable in 2024. The whole games of me just letting stuff slide and letting things go. And no, there is going to be a higher bar for everybody, for me, for you, for Brad, for LeBron. We are going to hold each other accountable in 2024. Be nice to people. It doesn't cost you anything.
2: No. yeah, Mike would have rolled his ass. Same thing.
3: We don't have to take every single conversation back to Mike. We don't. I'm holding you accountable for that.
2: Again, King shouldn't have to answer for everybody that came in the kingdom. And Rubio, for the most part, was a peasant. you talk about he th- th- a he th- was a Spanish th- peasant.
3: A Spanish peasant?
2: <laughs> After a loss to the Grizzlies, in the way I'm feeling, I'm putting myself in LeBron's shoes. <laughs> Tell me what he won. <laughs> you said he's a silver medalist, fool. We just lost to the Grizz. They hit forty threes on us. <laughs>
3: And you want to ask me about Rubio? <laughs>
2: I'm trying to get out of here. I got the Clippers
3: next. Yeah. Well, he, I will say this with LeBron. He did apologize to Ricky in this in the answer. He did say, "Listen, I know if you see this, Ricky, I apologize." How I'm coming off. Again, they're coming off a of loss. What yeah. do you expect? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I was half kidding, but I do think he could have been a little nicer. They're through. in disarray. They, yes. you, they need it. No, he that, that he moment, has to projected anger so it could help turn them around, That's and it right. did against the Clippers for one night. The next night. Well, it's like we know what they're going to do. They're going to trade a bunch of random players getting to start over, and they're going to do what they do, and, and then it's all over. And then it's all over. This is
2: a weird place to take a stand, John.
3: Well, uh, somebody's got to. Somebody's got to be brave. Okay, to say the things that others aren't willing. You know, because what I'm saying is not easy to say. It's hard. Because it, what does it do? It draws ridicule, it draws ire. It's like, how, why would you ever, you know, say something like that? So controversial yet so brave. And, and I'm willing to do that in 2024 say the things and go to places people are not willing to go. You know what I'm saying? That's what you call that. Unsportsmanlike conduct right here on 929FM ESPN. Uh, all right, we'll come back. NFL wildcard weekend is set. Mm. I've got one bet that I've already made, so we'll talk about that. Some juicy matchups, what Jason likes this weekend. Who do we see winning the first round? Uh, oh, I just got a uh, – Josh Allen just threw another pick. Uh, folks, Josh Allen has just thrown another interception.
2: They, wow. They won their fourth straight AFC East title. I've, I've – my goodness. Wow. I know he th- turned the ball over.
3: But. Oh, I'm here – oh. I'm, I'm hearing, I thought the window was closed. It it's is been not. confirmed by uh, Replay that it was a good interception. It was good. It, it, it did indeed count. So that did just happen. Wow, folks, you don't want to miss this. Stick around. Jason and John, you turn to FM, ESPN.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.